Welcome to Comedians Interviewing Musicians. You're listening to the audio version of the live streaming vodcast from Austin, Texas. This is Season 3, Episode 35, brought to you by 4th Tap Brewing Co-op, recorded on April 17th, 2018, live from the Music First Hand studio with hosts Becky Jo Neal and Louise Flandez. Our musical guest is Oso. But first, did you know you can get access to exclusive bonus videos, photos, merch, secret invites, your own spotlight on the show, and more? Starting as low as $1 a month, grab your exclusives and join our community of patrons that make this show possible. Sign up at cimp.live. That's cimp.live. Thank you for supporting local live music. And now, brought to you by Music First Hand and their live music booking app, here's comedians interviewing musicians. Music First Hand, I'm Becky Jo Neal. I'm Luis Flandes. Yeah, and we're live from Chris Petrovka's backyard at the Music First Hand studio. Give it up. We've got a lovely studio audience here. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Uh, our sponsors tonight, Fourth Tap, as per usual. Fourth Tap. I'm drinking the. I'm drinking. I'm drinking Dreaming. the uh, Kung Fu Robot IPA right now. It's really delicious. It's what a combination you? of dreaming and thinking of it. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming of uh, the Long Walk Fourth uh, Fourth Tap IPA, the Grapefruit IPA. It's my favorite. I say it every week, but it's my fave. Super into that. Um, if you guys are Kung streaming now, ooh, he's got the Kung Fu grip too. Well, you can't see him yet, but it's a surprise. He has the Kung Fu grip. Uh, if you guys are streaming from our YouTube page, be sure to like and subscribe. Comment throughout the stream. Ask us questions. The weirder, the better. Super exciting. Uh, we also have merch available on our website. Our Patreon page, please follow that so you can help support us. That would be dope. We'd appreciate it. Um, but without any further ado, we'd like to introduce you to our musical guest tonight, Oso, Oso Diablo. Diablo. Yeah. How's it going, man? Doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. It's oh, it's yeah. a beautiful day out. So I, I have a podcast, and one of the things is uh, I, I've learned is to always bring gifts to the podcast. So I brought two gifts for you guys. Oh my gosh! Brought us a yeah. gift. I brought. So uh, first of all, <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, thank you. Brought you oh, copies of my ooh, EP. Sick. It's called Brothers Keeper. There uh, we go. It just came out first week of February. Shout out! Thank you so thank much. You very and much. That's my actual chest. So I was gonna say to that's beautiful yeah, artwork. There you go. That actually, uh, we have in our <laughs> audience there, Eric Axel from Triple Crown Tattoo, who's uh, the person who did that artwork. Right on, man. Thank you, Eric yeah. Axel. It's Good beautiful. Times. Yeah. <laughs> and the other gift is, yeah, the gift you know, of you know, friendship. Yeah. The gift of well, friendship that keeps on giving. <laughs> Good old. This is friendship right here. It's okay, true. Let's, yeah. let's pour out some some bourbon. Deal. I, I second that. <laughs> you kept a christen the pot yet of the vodka. sponsored by Evan Williams, but that's about to change. We're looking for it. In partnership with Fourth Tap. Soon we'll just keep drinking Thank it and you. hope it comes. Right? Yes. Why not? Thank you. This is also Dream King. Dream King. Alrighty. Thank you, sir. And there, a cheers. There's more. I don't know. I don't know if uh, how aggressive you guys plan on getting during. Oh. This <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Let's hear Salud. some music, y'all. Right. Cheers to the first song. Allow me to put the cap back on this. <laughs> Safety first. So when I um, when I moved to Austin, I uh, I uh, my ex girlfriend and I broke up on a Saturday. So then I had all I, we were already going around the country, and uh, I was uh, in California at the time. And uh, on Sunday, I drove from San Francisco to Las Vegas. And then uh, Monday, I drove from Las Vegas to Albuquerque. And Tuesday, I drove from Albuquerque to Austin, Texas. It's uh, a couple years ago. And uh, 2016. And we, uh, <coughs> I got here with uh, 
you know, my guitars, my boxes, and I started looking for a place to live. By Wednesday, I already had my Texas plates and my Texas driver's license. I knew I wanted to come here and play music. So I told a story to a man who was about 85 years old uh, who had a house in South Austin. He was renting a side house at his house. And he, uh, he looked at me and he said, I don't know what makes young men go do this kind of thing, but they always have and they always will. So I didn't rent a house from him, but I did write the songs <laughs> called Always Will. <laughs> My back. I hit the road, forgotten track. Pavement forgives the passing kind. Except when Johnny's shadow flies. I don't know what makes young men do this kind of thing. They always have and they always will. I don't know what makes young men do this kind of thing. Always have and they always will. Across the road, I cry the sin. My father's shadows crawl again. Life's fast, I'd bittersweet and cruel. Build me a mountain so I can watch it from the pool. Yeah, I don't know what makes young men do this kind of thing. Have and they always will. I don't know what makes young men do this kind of thing, but they always have and they always will. You lay it down with all you've got, hope someone pretty picks it up. The soul forgives the drunken dusk. A violent flashing comes and sweeping from the past, yeah. I don't know what makes young men do this kind of thing. They always have and they always will. I don't know what makes me go do this kind of thing. But I always have and I always will. Thank you. Wow, what an opener. That was the best like lounge beginning of that song ever. It was like Long Walk to the Park. It's not a song about him, but it's didn't rent a room from him, but I did write a song <laughs> about him forever. Does he know that did you ever send him like a, a copy of the song or yeah, something? Yeah, so I uh, I found him. My dad came to visit and we randomly I was walking my dog Muddy Waggers and we randomly found um, this guy in the street, and I remembered him because it was around, you know, the same neighborhood. It's mm -hmm. actually kind of far from my. I, I live about a mile from him, uh, so it's far to, you know, walk your dog. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I talked to him about it, and uh, yeah, he's he knows about it. And I got I, there's actually in my Instagram story. If you scroll back, I got a few months. It's there. I, I took a picture. Nice. With him. Yeah. Nice. Right on. Because I do stand up, and I always there's always my. Like coworkers at, at work, they're like, uh, "Don't write any jokes about us." Or <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, Too don't late. get any more interesting." <laughs> yeah, like stop being funny. 
Yeah. Don't be no, don't no, be the, inspirational. The part is is they're really boring, and I'm like, <laughs> you're never. I'm never gonna bring you up in my jokes at all. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, well, so do they even? Sh- I mean, if they show up, they tell them you got to show up to find out. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you can trick them into seeing your shows. <laughs> <laughs> you have to come, yeah. or else I'll make jokes about you. Exactly, <laughs> it's a good point. It's like a veiled threat. Um, you moved here. Uh, you like uh, on your in your bio on your website it talks about your little like journey to yeah. Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you came to Austin to get more acclimated with the music scene. Do you want to talk a little bit? Yeah, about so that? I mean I I've lived it. I'm kind of from nowhere and from everywhere at this point. Uh, I grew up in Santiago, Chile, and uh, I uh, moved. Uh, I've lived in uh, Germany, in New York, in uh, California, Oregon, um, and uh, now in Texas. And uh, you know I'm at the point where like the road is home and you know it's kind of like the you know i don't know what makes you <laughs> go do that kind of thing song and uh yeah i wanted to come play the blues i started um going to mississippi every year a few years back uh getting really into the blues and i wanted to come be here and be in the scene and there's no better place in the country that i've seen where you can get a ton of mileage a ton of um exposure basically if you're willing to put in the work uh, there's plenty of uh, stages and places where where you can do your craft. Right. So live music capital of the world. You know how it is. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it's yeah. We it try. <laughs> right. It's true. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, the flip side of that, it's uh, extraordinarily difficult to make any money from music. Uh, yeah. Because there's so much supply, right? A lot of people come here, and uh, and ext- like uh, the talent here is incredible. But for somebody like me. It's enabled me to uh, be around people who are uh, incredibly talented and learn and soak it up as much as I can. I mean, I met Carl Weathersby, my mentor, wow. who's a um, Chicago Blues Hall of Famer, played with Albert King, and he taught me a lot about uh, you know the blues and the feeling and playing the guitar. And uh, I met him because he was he just unfortunately moved to Atlanta, Georgia, but he was here. Yeah, you've talked a lot about your like connections with. Uh, other musicians, um, and we're going to talk about it because it's really cool, and it's sitting at the corner. I don't know if y'all can see it on the cast, but he has this incredible guitar that he has made that, according to your like your website, you make them only for like people you collaborate with and the musicians that inspire yeah. you. Yeah, I don't sell them. Uh, I get Amen. depressed when I start thinking about how much time I put into them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, all, uh, all my guitars are with people who have taught me stuff who I've pl- who I played with and I tell them I don't make wall pieces I'll make you a guitar if you either tour with it or record with it and uh, a I've, deal. I, yeah yes. yeah it's uh and yeah it's uh, I actually found out that giving them away is a bad idea you have to uh, the best deal is when you work with somebody to co-design it and then they pay for the parts and I put I build a guitar that makes sense so it's not yeah. like just like a secret Santa thing where you're just like <laughs> I I was I, there's a dollar limit, so I just made you something, and then it's this priceless. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this quite, is special. But yeah, I've ke- I've kept a few of them. I mean, I, uh, this one right here that I'm currently holding, um, I kind of made. Uh, it's um, you know, it's the neck was CNC'd by by a company, and uh, I made the body and designed all this. This is a great company in Austin called Armadillo. This guy uh, Michael Slobboom, who's awesome. He's he's a uh, a uh, guy that lives in the north side of town has been doing this for decades and decades, and he mach- hand machines uh, really cool guitar parts. So these are like real brass heavy knobs. And Holy shit! Wow. And uh, copper, real copper plate, and uh, yeah, it kind of gives it a. Oh no, we have a light down. Have it, and Man that's down. okay. I got it. Tech. Now. It's a fan. That yeah, but I love to, to design. I love to come up with weird stuff. And like you said, I, I brought one of the weird ones that I made out of gasoline can uh, because it's uh, yeah, why not? Where did you learn how? Like, did you yourself taught? 
I made my first electric guitar when I was 14. My friends relentlessly made fun of me because it costs more at the end of the day than a store-bought guitar. <laughs> well, yeah. And uh, But I suck real bad at the guitar back then. Not that I'm amazing right now, but I've definitely, uh, I st- I'm still very much a beginner, but I've gotten, you know, I've, I've worked on the craft and, and gotten, uh, you know, sucked a little bit less every day. There we go. Uh, That's the, pr- it's the, it's the climb. Yeah, yeah. There we go. And, um... And about, you know, a few years ago, it's like four years ago now, I saw a post in a blog called Art of Manliness, which I, I appreciate. And uh, they, uh, they talked about how to make a cigar box guitar. So I did that. And, uh, yeah, from there I've made, uh, you know, over a dozen guitars now y- between electric guitars. Uh, um, I still – I'm about to build my first acoustic. I don't have the best shop space right now, but um, – and uh, yeah, I made a bunch of guitar. And th- this one, the one that I'm gonna play for the next song, actually, I made in an afternoon, Sunday afternoon, about three weeks ago. Wow, it's been super. I had, like creeped on it on Instagram, like I have to for <laughs> everything. And I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> my like brain was blown. I don't understand. I can't build anything. I'm terrible with my hands. It's amazing. It's amazing. So the world is is so awesome today. You can learn so much by just going to YouTube. It's uh, true. There's no, true, yeah. like, how did Albert King play this one riff in that one concert in 1955? There's some dude in his bedroom in Iowa who's going to explain it to you. And then how did, like, how to make, like, XYZ guitar? Like, people people share a lot of knowledge, and that's enabled uh, people to nerd out and stuff that they used to have to really dedicate decades to a craft to learn, you know? That's why there are 13-year-olds who don't wear purple eyeshadow anymore. And that I took me until I was 21 to figure out my damn eyebrows. That's why. See, there you go. YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. Had YouTube existed when I was prepubescent, there would have been a lot less embarrassing high school pictures. But no. The yeah, aw- but the that, then you period, wouldn't be yeah. as good a comedian now. That's true. Suffering, <laughs> 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 suffering helps. Just like the blues, suffering brings yep. on art. Do you want to play your amazing gas can guitar song for sure, us? Sure, let's do it. Sweet. I haven't actually seen it, so this is a, this really is like cool. a reveal for me as well. Like, oh, it's so cool. Yeah, so we can oh, chat about yeah. it for a second. Like it's um, it's, it's make sound. So that's, that's a win. So this is a gasoline can. I got it here, Room Service Vintage, which is my favorite vintage shop in town, wow. up on uh, North nice. Loop. Yeah, so yeah. Room Service. Uh, and this is a, a real, you know, harmonica. Obviously, this is a company called Victory Pickups that makes these. And uh, this is a uh, curtain dowel. So this is uh, from, uh, people have this, you probably all have one of these in your closet. Um, so if you don't, you know, if you if you have an extra one and not enough clothes, to, uh, or, uh, you know, not enough clothes to hang, you can make a, a guitar out of it. So this is... Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm renting right now, so I think they'd hold <laughs> <laughs> they, they would fr- They would frown up on that, you're I'd saying? be like, but I made a guitar, though. And yeah, like, you're no? still paying for it. Nah. <laughs> Yeah, they're actually so they're actually not that much. It's literally just uh, you know a round piece of wood with uh, some tuners, which these are very inexpensive tuners, and uh, yeah, that's kind of it. Wow, that looks that looks awesome. Still, yeah. still, and the harmonica. It's yeah, I love that. <laughs> the What's use that? of the harmonica is something that, like, I, like I know anything about. Guessing, I've never seen a <laughs> yeah, harmonica. Yeah, it's just a, well, it's just a bridge. Yeah, yeah, it's, no, uh, it, it's just for you know. Hey, cool! It it's a blues though. guitar purpose. It's <laughs> not, I'm not. I'm not going to be able to reach down there. Just a little. Um, so yeah, this is a song. Uh, this song. Uh, I, I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Actually, a couple of my teammates from Brazilian jiu-jitsu are in the audience right now. Shout uh, out. Shout from, out. Uh, yeah, Gracie Humaita. So Mark and Eric, uh, both uh, great fighters, and uh, they. Uh, our teacher, uh, Paulo Coelho, who's uh, an amazing, amazing uh, instructor. He's. Um, 
he's from Manaus, Brazil. So his his English is uh, very understandable, but at times uh, heavily uh, colored by his uh, upbringing in Brazil. <laughs> so he uh, there's a there's a position in in jujitsu called neon belly, where you literally like have some your knee on somebody's belly and you're you know controlling them and and so forth. And he kept on saying neon belly, neon belly. And in my head, I was like, man, neon valley. Neon Valley, that's a great title for a song. So I went and wrote a song called Neon Valley based on that. And that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's a song about Las Vegas in 1972. That I, when you said Neon Valley, I was yeah. like, Yeah, so uh, insert your 1971 brand new shiny Camaro anywhere in the song you want. <laughs> You see the bright light shining, pleasure calls you from afar. Step into the glowing sand till you forget the one you are. Come down to the neon valley, I made this playground for you. But I know you want to be here, cause you made this playground too. Come feel the darkness of the night, come hear the wires fry. The brighter it gets, the darker you fly. City, where did everybody go? Where that tall glass tower stood, see the weeds tumble and roll. I thought I had you with me when we took the endless fall. Now all I hear is echoes of the neon's howling call. Come feel the darkness of the light.
That's how you play a gas can. <laughs> yep. That's insane. Have you, like, is the harmonica the weirdest piece you've ever used to put on a thing or uh, on a guitar? Or have you used any other untraditional? Um, what have I used? I used a set of uh, brass knuckles. That's dope. Yeah, real real brass knuckles. Zach Morris, uh, his him and his wife, uh, Marcy Morris, have uh, Zach and Marcy music, and they... Uh, they did this. Uh, they do this awesome kind of like modern day Johnny Cash, June Carter Cash kind of uh, cool. gig going in the hill country. And they uh, he has one that has a real set of brass knuckles in the tailpiece. Do you have any uh, like other? Wh- who is what are the some of the best uh, instruments you made for other musicians in the area? Um. I made this one's not in the area, but it's in Oxford, Mississippi. This guy Eric Deaton, who learned from uh, Junior Kimbrough and uh, Arl Burnside. He, um, I made him a one-string uh, fretless cigar box guitar that basically has a state of Mississippi as a sound hole, and then you just like it, you plays it, you plays it with a slide and with his finger. What? Um, That's awesome. Yeah, he's extraordinarily talented. He can make a single yeah. string sound <laughs> awesome. Yeah, just like, yeah, I'm a musician. I can do this. It's one it's string? One. Okay, yeah, we're one good. string. Yeah, he's, uh, he, he, uh, I have a video of him doing Rolling and Tumbling, which is a song that, I mean, a lot of people play. Muddy Waters played it. Uh, Arlo Burnside played it. But he just does it on one string. Speaking of Muddy. Yeah, Your my dog, dog Muddy Waggers, is, is really going to town on those sticks over there. Yeah, <laughs> He's very excited. Also, he's guarding the beer. Do not eat sticks, buddy. I have a really good picture of him guarding the beer. I'll post it on social yeah. later. <laughs> keep keep posting for that. He's so sweet. Cheers, by the way. You guys oh, are awesome. Oh, cheers to Muddy. Thank you, man. Oh, this is really great. Oh, he's... Oh, damn. I'm empty. Allow, allow me. <laughs> okay. Also, I it's saw this picture. Now. I saw this picture, uh, or not, rather a video that you posted yes. that was a throwback of Muddy Waters singing along to music. If you do oh, nothing... Muddy Waggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, if you do nothing but follow... Him on social for his like s- shows and his music. Follow him on social for that video alone was the yeah. cutest thing I've ever he seen. Was, yeah, he was 10 weeks old. He just got to my house. <sighs> and then uh, I had Muddy Waters. I had Muddy Waggers listening to Muddy Waters. And he's kind of going like, okay, I could do this. I could do this. This is fine. Well, it's better than dad. Like, his life in the field a week before. So. See, yeah, rescue dogs all day. Aw, he's so sweet. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about your new EP, this yeah, so that's Brothers um, Keeper. Yeah, that's something I produced uh, here in Austin with uh, there's a great guy named uh, Gary Calhoun James who has a place called Beltry Studio here in the in the East Side. Uh, amazing, amazing uh, guy. He, and we recorded that to uh, two inch tape, so it was done all uh, you know really analog. And um, I got a couple of great folks to help me out with it. Uh, a few great folks. Um, uh, Carl Weathersby, who's a Chicago Blues Hall of Famer, plays lead on a couple of songs on Always Will that I played and. And on the uh, Brothers Keeper, uh, Brothers Keeper single, and then um, Stick from Dead Prez, Dead Prez, the hip hop band from Atlanta. Awesome. Uh, he laid down some rhymes on the single, as well. Come on, and then Fusion. Julian Cohen. Yeah, I, heard, I heard that one this afternoon. I was listening to it. It's yeah, really good. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Appreciate that. And uh, Julian Cohen, who's a, a former jujitsu teammate of teammate of ours, who moved to Michigan. Uh, he. Um, he played drums, and then uh, Gary played uh, played some stand-up bass. The, the guy who co-produced the record, and he wow. at the studio. So yeah, it was it was a good time. Uh, there's six tracks on it, really five. They had two different versions of one. They're all originals except for one. 
I played a cover, uh, uh, Next Door Neighbor Blues by Gary Clark Jr. in town. Wow. And uh, I did it on a cigar box guitar with uh, three strings. Cool. So that was uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, Gary's an incredible inspiration to to me and to to a lot of blues people. Um, where he, yeah, he's dedicated himself to in in, a, in an era lacking in uh, people dedicated to the blues and guitar heroes. Gary, Gary's awesome. What do you uh, do? You have any friends in town that you play with specifically that are like your favorite to go like to collaborate with blues wise? Yeah, there's a lot of people. Um, I mean, Carl, before he moved to Atlanta, mm-hmm. was, uh, was great. Hey, Muddy Waggers. Oh. Chill out, brother. We're so Sorry, sad. my dog is, uh, you know, I don't know, yearning for sticks. Um, so, so uh, I'm hosting the uh, Awesome Blue Society uh, Monthly Jam next Thursday, mm-hmm. April 26th. And he, um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hosting that, and I'm uh, collaborating with Nick Betcher and John Calney. Nick Betcher has been on this podcast before, the yep. Reverend, the Reverend Few. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's playing bass uh, with me, and uh, John, their drummer, is playing drums with me. So that uh, th- I know they're they're great folks. There's a lot of people in the blues community that collaborate uh, and do uh, jams. So the Awesome Blues Society, folks like Gary Woodcock and Catfish Russ that run that every month are awesome. The last Thursday of every month, anybody who's interested in the blues and awesome can come mm-hmm. do that. And that's at Skylark. That's at the Skylark yeah. Lounge. Yeah. So twenty sixth. Um, yep. Uh, and they they gave me the opportunity to host that, which is cool. That's super exciting. I uh, kind of want to talk about the jujitsu stuff because you are like you talk about it on your socials as well as well as two of your friends are here. I saw yeah. like a huge grin on Eric's face. He's like, "Yes, talk <laughs> about jujitsu. Bring it up." <laughs> what did when did you start? Like, what inspired you to do that? Um, it was about seven years ago, and I'd never done any martial arts in my life. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I realized that it was it would be important for me to know how to at least handle or defend myself in a situation where I needed it. Um. It also gives you. I was a tremendous a p- period of tremendous stress in my life, <coughs> and much like music, jujitsu forces attention. Yeah, you can't be grappling somebody, and where somebody's trying to choke you, and really thinking about your bills, whatever other <laughs> problems you got. And uh, you know, we all have this chatter in our head, right? Constantly, right. like what's going on, like this, this, and that. And uh, any moment of flow that you can find is, uh, and that's what is so attractive to me about music. And actually, jujitsu led me to music because, uh, I, like I was saying earlier, I sucked real bad when I was younger, and uh, I um, saw that if I dedicated myself with the same sort of uh, dedication to music as I did to jujitsu, I could uh, suck a little less every day. <laughs> and that's yeah. been happening, and it's been great. So, so have you gotten into any scuffles then? Uh, no, actually, you're way less likely to fight if you uh, if you That's like people right. people who train martial arts don't go get in in in, in scuffles. Except I've for that guy, he's about to jump into the <laughs> stage right now. I've I've never been in a fight. Like, I think people just see me and they're not like intimidated at all. They're just like, get out of here, kid. Well, <laughs> I think. Where's I your think mom? Yeah. <laughs> I think you, you learn no. how to read. Like you, you first of all, you understand yourself. You learn how to read other people's body language much better. Um, and get out of uh, fights. I mean, if somebody really wants to bring the fight, uh, sure, let's do it. But well, it's isn't not like the discipline part about like de-escalation. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. The I mean, there's, 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 like there's very, they're very. Don't be a the, dick. the percentage of fights that are worth having is significantly fewer than most drunk people at a bar would have you believe. How about uh, that? I work on Sixth Street. <laughs> you have no idea. It's yeah. made me mean. Like I wish if I if I knew jujitsu, maybe I wouldn't be really mean to the people yeah. on Sixth Street that are. Well, dicks. drunk people can't fight either. 
Like no. at all. Like even like very yeah, top I, heavy. I mean I, I I've competed in tournaments uh in uh I know a thing or two about grappling and I've noticed that it doesn't take that many drinks for me to forget a lot about grappling. <laughs> so it's uh yeah, drunk. That's drunk, why people drink. Pe- it doesn't take that many drinks to get rid of a lot yeah. of things. Just yeah. a bury all of the things. Yeah. I'll drink to that. <laughs> oh no. Forgetting stuff. Oh, forgetting oh, stuff. Yeah. Precious. Um actually my mom's gonna be so proud I'm using this as a segue. <laughs> but I am. I am gonna use it as a segue. Do um it. my mom likes to ask questions every week. Yeah. Um it's a segment we do. She does some rapid fire silly mom questions that you know moms would like to ask. Ooh. Yeah. Matcha has a question. Also, like please don't forget to keep like if you guys are watching on YouTube or anything like that, please comment with your fan questions. We always take them. I keep clicking. But I ain't getting any fan questions, so oh. I'm thinking <laughs> y'all are sleeping on them, and that's not chill with me. What are <laughs> fans? Um, yeah, please come in any time with some fan questions. But these Linda questions are meant to be kind of like silly and a little weird. Um, Let's do it. But they're not, yeah, they're not that, th- like, em. they're silly to a mom's perception. Like, she thinks they're very scandalous, which is okay. Um, are scandalous you Scandalous sc- questions I from mom. This should right. be a new section from now on. There's going to be a section in this podcast called Scandals Questions from Mom. It should be, <laughs> right? Like, mm, bless her little soul. Uh, this is the most, <laughs> this is the, as we enter of that. Yeah. This, the first one is Scotch or Bourbon. I'm asking it like my mom. <laughs> Scotch or Bourbon. We already, I already know this, but. Cheers. To bourbon. <laughs> so cheers to bourbon. Yeah. This would be the drunkest music first hand ever. I was this is great. answer for you. I was like, it's bourbon. Come on, man. <laughs> you know what Evan Williams is really good with? Fourth tap brewing beer. It's true. Yes. Shout out Kung, to that. Kung Fu Grip Robot IPA is the best chaser to bourbon it's true. ever. Uh, it's a good forward, too, as well. Uh, uh, are you a tattoo or a piercing person? Which is funny, because I met someone here today that, yeah, we all know that uh, now. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's it's a, pretty a tattoo of a bear on my chest. Uh, Eric Axel here did it. Uh, triple crown tattoo. I also have another tattoo on the inside. I, I don't... Uh, if you ever met Eric, who's in the audience here, I'm not as much of a tattoo person as he is, and I don't foresee myself. Uh, Do you kind of want to come up here? You should be on camera. <laughs> yeah, come on, okay. you oh, just come a little you bit. You know him really well. Yeah. This yeah. is Eric. Yeah. So he brought all the tattoos. So everybody has tattoo <laughs> envy now. Yeah. Yeah, your work is beautiful. Yeah, I, the, the most my my best Eric story is one day where uh, he's like. I was watching a video of myself lifting, and then I saw a big <laughs> white spot on my head, and that's when I realized I had to get that snake over there. Like, yes, the look camera. right at the camera. Yeah, I was like, "Do it." I was like, "Yeah, that 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 was bothering me it's too." The sick. one little white spot on your head. That was like, "Yeah, it was your whole head." Yeah. yeah. So I had to get the, this all done. Yeah. I was feeling Thank like God. that clueless scene where where he's shaving his entire head in the bathroom, and he's like, "He's just keeping it real. <laughs> he's keeping it real." That's yeah. the coolest, honestly. Yeah. Thank you. So how long? Yeah. <laughs> Calling your mother. What? Okay. How long did this photo shoot take just to get this this first one? Is it just like right. no? That is actually the fresh. Nailed it. That was literally so. Oh, I so knew this it. Was fresh. Yeah, it was. Uh, so the tattoo took a while, like three hours or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I I I think I peed once. I was like, let's get this over with because that that's it, the, the center of your chest is not the most fun place to get. Yeah, tattooed. I heard it goes like all the way up here. Yeah, you can feel it in places that it's not there. Um, and uh, so I was like, yeah, let's just, you know, not, let's just get this done. And then he shot that literally right after. So that's like fresh, fresh, fresh. The highlight on that is 
beautiful. It's really pretty. I know you can't see it, so you have to download the album so and or buy it. It wasn't a photo. It just like your one buddy just going. Kush. It was yeah. You took it on your iPhone, yeah. right? Yeah. Come through iPhone. Album uh, cover. <laughs> album I, cover on iPhone. This I think I think there's probably a pretty good percentage of album covers these days that are shot on iPhone. But I mean, why not? If you can take a good iPhone picture, why the meh? I, they have an entire campaign on billboards on the highway about that. So that's true. Um, this next question is one of my favorite ones. She asks this a lot. What was the favorite age you've ever been? That is a great question. That's a weird I question. Re- it's good. I'm I digging, like it. I'm digging right now. Everybody says that, and I think that's awesome I mean, because that I, means they I like where they're at. I, 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 it's not, I guess, if, fuck, if everybody says that, can I cuss? No, but it makes okay? sense. Yeah. You watch your damn mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're well, having I know. fun. I, I, yeah. I host a podcast called Small Business War <laughs> Stories where mm-hmm. I go around the country interviewing small business folks. Actually, Chris, uh, who uh, runs music firsthand, is, was a guest on my podcast. podcast. And, um, yeah, I always I like people ask me, can I cuss? But, yeah. I don't know. I, I, li- I like being who I am today. I think right. it's uh, – I've put a lot of work. I am kind of obsessed with self-improvement on every possible front. Uh, and that um, to you know, I try to make that a, a driving force in my life. And yeah, I, I, I like it. I mean, I'm living in a city that I love, uh, collaborating with a lot of artists, uh, working with a lot of interesting people on interesting projects, uh, whether it be it uh, music, uh, you know, making instruments, uh, art, um, you know, uh, jujitsu, different things that I do. And uh, yeah, I feel I feel good. I feel good. I think. Uh, Especially, you know what? You know why I think people say right now for people, because a lot of people, you know, Jimi Hendrix had that uh, "Let your freak freak flag fly." Freak flag fly. (laughs) Bourbon does not help with those kinds. Bourbon plus ESL means (laughs) means those things are tough to say. But uh, yeah, and I think a lot of people once they get to this age, if you let your freak flag fly and like be creative about about stuff. you know, things start coming together for you. And a lot of, a lot of the folks that have been on this podcast, you know, where I'm friends with, with some of them, uh, they're expressing themselves in a way that makes them, makes them happy. You know, yeah. I think, and I think if you can find a way in your life to where you're not, you know, where, where like you can find something that to do something that makes economic sense enough to like fund either through that or through something else, like your creative passions and be able to create all the time. That's a damn good time in your life to be, right? Agreed. So, um, yeah, that's probably why. Amen. I love that answer. See, it's not weird that, I, like, when people answer that all the same, it's like, good, then I'm glad you're happy to be here, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not, you. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not <laughs> apologizing for making music, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. And you so. never should. I love that. Thank you, yeah. Mom. The next one, food Thanks, that you hate. I love how the, derma- like, the up <laughs> and down. Food that I hate. I don't eat a lot of sugar, so anything that has a ton of sugar, I probably don't. I try to drink all my sugar. So yeah, yeah, my, that, that's the exception. I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah, the sugar that got drunk on itself. Yeah. Um, so my, kind of most sugar. of my sugar in my life comes in liquid form. That's a good slogan for. I put that in my t-shirt. In my t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anything that's like uh, a ton of like I don't eat pasta, for example. I mean, I'll eat oh. it if I absolutely have to. <laughs> Absolutely have to four times a week. Okay, well, that's we can we can still be friends. Yeah, well, I'm not inviting you to pasta tonight. All right, that's fine. So I mean, I'll eat it and I'll have a smile on my face. I just won't do it seven times a week. See, that's where you have willpower and I do not. Will pasta? Will 
No, I tried. Um, you had me at drink all my yeah, sugars. Yeah, there you go. All I'm there right. with you. All right, that's fine. Do you have a favorite taco in Austin? Yeah, absolutely. Veracruz mm-hmm. Tacos in the parking lot. <gasps> I love Veracruz. Yeah. Radio, uh, Radio Coffee parking lot there. Mm-hmm. Migas Poblanos Taco yes. on a corn tortilla. <gasps> Did I miss any specs? No, those, the, yeah, they're awesome. No, they're, I mean, they're shit. just they're just legit. I mean, they just know what they're doing. They and do. they have a sign there that says, like, oh, we've been on the Food Network, and you have a taco. You're like, yeah, you had there on the Food Network. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bobby Flay came and it shattered it all over the place. Um, okay, so if you have a show or tour tradition, like pre-show or pre-tour tradition? Um, no, I mean, I just try to, I don't know, drinking whiskey is probably a good one. Uh, I, always <laughs> ca- I always carry whiskey with me. Truth. Uh, yeah. Flask uh, or, or full bottle. Depends, actually. Depends on where <laughs> I am. I do when it when I have a flask. Uh, but yeah, definitely been carrying some uh, some whiskey with me. And I've uh, I've been banned from an open mic for bringing a flask to the bar. <laughs> well, <laughs> so. I mean, did this place not okay? I have a story about that. So I actually played a show in Oakland at a brewery. Where I thought it'd be funny to mention that, hey, hey, you know, here's the, you know, I'm drinking a whiskey out of my flask or whatever. And then the owner's a good friend of mine, and he's like, dude, you can't do that. I can lose my license. Like, that's like the, and that could cost me hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm yeah, like, that's why they banned me. All right, <laughs> I was well, like, Sorry. shit, my bad. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, next time, next time I'll still have it, I'll just have it hidden. Sorry, Jim. Same here. Uh, <laughs> when I get invited back to that bar. <laughs> They're going to send you like a, please RSVP yeah. I think it's like a, a six-month thing that, it, that I'm still in jail for. You have a probationary period? <laughs> Macho's like, object! Yeah. <laughs> Whiskey yeah, should be a, everywhere. This is a multi-dog <laughs> podcast. Yeah, all the dogs. Yeah, all the dog is, cast. This is authentic AF. We're here in beautiful Austin, Texas in an I amazing, know. amazing backyard. It's true. By it's the way, can we give exactly. a uh, can can I give a shout out to uh, Chris for for yeah. having shout out to Chris and Claudia for hosting us yeah, as they always amazing. do, and they are so wonderful. Thank you, Claudia. Thank you, Chris. You guys are amazing. Bless yeah, we you. Love you. Yeah, we love you guys, and uh, you. I mean, it takes people like you to support Austin continuing to be an arts town, right? It takes people complain about Austin a lot, right? It's it's fashionable as fuck. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. easy because yeah. it's... Oh, my it's, God, look yeah. at that building that wasn't here and my favorite, you know, uh, <laughs> convenience store just got shut down and, be- mm-hmm. and became a gas station or something like that. And it's like, well, okay, fine, that's true. At the same time, I do want to write a song. I'm going to give it away here and I'm like, I'm, because I'm going to give it away, like somebody's going to write this. I want to write a song <laughs> called Everybody Wants to Be the Last Person to Move to Austin. You know, like oh, everybody genius. who, whether you moved a year ago or 20 years ago, like, you know, you wanted nobody else to come here. But it takes people who give a fuck to care to promote things like this, to actually be interested and invested in having the art scene. And people complain, but there are a ton of people like this. Yep. So Chris is a great example. Will Bridges, uh, you know, of uh, Lamberts and uh, and Antones and uh, um, um, and uh, Deep Eddie, uh, Johnny Latouf, who like, definitely gives a fuck, who's like uh, the, uh, at the Skylark Lounge, who's yeah. uh, that's a venue that I played a few times, and that's where I'm playing ne- next week. That's where I did my record release. It's a great venue, man. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's got it's got soul, right? So there are a lot of people who give a fuck. So I would say to anybody who complains about Austin, like, you know, be one of the people who shows up and gives a fuck. Either yeah. create art Support or enable uh, people to create art. Yeah. Artists. Yeah. There's, there's Musicians a, and And there's a lot of room to do that. You know, as long as you're not one of the people just consuming, uh, you know, expensive cocktails, which, by the way, <laughs> keep doing that. 
But you can but you show can, it to places with expensive cocktails that are also paying their yeah. performance. And, and yeah. by the way, and by the way, don't bitch about covers. No. You're spending you're spending seventeen dollars on a cocktail. It's okay to pay five dollars for people who have dedicated their lives to this craft. You also, know? you pay someone thirteen dollars to bring you Taco Bell in the middle of the night. Like, you yeah. can come see yeah. your friend maybe, play maybe, a show. Maybe here's an idea: we should give shots to people before they pay the cover. So they're like, I don't fucking care. Five bucks. <laughs> like, by the way, is there more boom. shots in there? <laughs> let's talk to to TABC and let's get that. Thing. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Let's we're we're changing Texas law one podcast at a time. <laughs> That's true. Like, we're, trust me, guys, this is gonna help. We're right. Let's like, what it. can we? What can we do? Shots. No, but so so Will and I talked to so Will Bridges from Antones and I have talked about this, mm-hmm. right? People do have under they, they undervalue music. People claim to love live music, yeah. but people really have unless there's a big perceived cool factor or like fan factor to I just bought a twenty five dollar ticket to go to Stubbs. Like all those people who you're seeing, like Dan Auerbach that just played at Stubbs and you paid fifty bucks for. That dude in 2002 was in Akron, Ohio, playing the places that you're bitching about your $5 cover right now, mm-hmm. right? And I have our, our sound guy here saying, yeah, that's me. Hallelujah. Yeah, there you Ooh. go. Are you from Ohio? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. SI, I use SIT strings, actually. Uh, SI, yeah, they're from Akron. Yeah. But, Small world. Yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we have later. one fan question, and then I think we should get to your last couple of songs because I'm getting told that... <laughs> We're too good at this. We're too fun. Yeah. We're too entertaining. Okay, wait. Uh, Easy Airy, please. Oh, bless. I hope I'm not saying that wrong. Easy Eerie, what's up and coming this summer? Uh, so I, I am putting together a little thing in San Francisco on May uh, 12th with uh, my really good friend Eric Wiseman, who is uh, he's the lead singer of the band called Blind Stairs. They just came out with their album. And uh, my friend Jim Woods, he's a proprietor of uh, uh, Woods Beer, and he has a beautiful place called the Island Club in um, in San Francisco. And we're gonna put together like a bunch of bands, like you know, playing and doing cool stuff. Um, and then I don't know. I mean, I just uh, you know keep playing. I I'm still at the point where I'm building and building enough momentum to be able. I I, I think I have about six weeks or so. It's about six to eight weeks. It's like I can have one big show about every six to eight weeks. So that's kind of where I'm, you know, trying to uh, you know figure it out. I have a lot of friends up in the Rocky Mountains. I may go back there. I played a few uh, little things out there uh, when I was there in the fall. So yeah, check it out and just uh, you know keep playing, keep collaborating with people. I do want to release an album, a full. Uh, so this is a CD and it's an EP. I do want to put out a full length album and print it into vinyl. Uh, I already have a bunch of artists collaborations. I know what it's going to be called. I'm not going to give that one away, but uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. And to be honest with you, like uh, I'm in a really fortunate position where I uh, so I, I I've built a business on the side where I'm able to able to uh, basically be my own producer and financier person so I don't need to make money from music, which is a huge blessing because I can create what I want to create and I just want to, you know, do the things I want to do. And I think that's that's one of the things I learned in my podcast and Small Business War Stories that a lot of people who start a small business um, can keep their regular jobs and, and while fueling the things that really make them go. Yeah. And I'm using that in, like, my life in general. So. Sick. 
Do you want to ask the last fan question? Uh, yeah, full disclosure, this is uh, my mom asking. My mom asked oh, some questions, too. Yay! And the oh, one before so was happy. my stepdad. Hey, Eric. Hey, Mom. Uh, my mom asks, uh, venues you play at? And yep. we already answered uh, part of that with the Skylark. Yeah, the, the Skylark. Uh, 26. Yeah, continuing to, you know, uh, um, there's a few venues. The Skylark's amazing. Johnny Latouf and the staff there. And... Uh, they're 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 awesome. Um, I've played. Uh, I got the. I was fortunate enough to play Antones with the uh, Austin Blues Society uh, uh, Heart of Texas Blues Challenge last August. Hopefully, I get to play there again. Um, I uh, I love to play. I mean, I have two sides of me, right? There's like the dirty blues side, which I play a couple songs here that are more on the dirty blues side, and then the like more singer songwriter side. So I've played. Uh, Cocktail bars like uh, CU29 downtown. There's a Jilly Zan who's amazing. She hosts a uh, um, open mic at uh, CU29. Bill Malarkey hosts one of the, uh, hosts an open mic at the Rhino Room. Uh, I also play a lot at the, um, Big Easy. Matthew Brotnax, who's an amazing uh, local blues guitarist, hosts a uh, open jam on Tuesdays there. Um, so yeah, I kind of have a combination of like bigger shows with like smaller gigs and open mics to. Continue to hone the craft. I mean, yeah. I consider myself very much a beginner. I love to write songs. I love to do this. Uh, I don't plan on ever stopping. So, uh, yeah, it's just, again, uh, like we said about jujitsu, life, and music, it's about mm -hmm. sucking a little bit less every day, you know? <laughs> I still love that. Sucking a little bit less every day. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to give us our last two songs for Let's the evening? It. Give it up for Oso Diablo, ladies and gentlemen. So Diablo. Yeah. All right, so we'll start. We'll end up play two different, uh, two pretty different songs. Uh, the first one's called uh, Dirty Sugar Blues, and this is actually not in any of the records so far, uh, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. And uh, then we're going to go into the single from, from the EP, uh, with the, which is the one that features Carl Weathers being stick, and that's a song. The, the second one's a song I wrote about ra racial relations in the U.S. Uh, I wrote it in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Before that, let's get to Dirty Sugar Blues. But we gotta drink a little, uh, one more whiskey for this. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> Priority. One more whiskey shot. You guys have, you guys have, oh, I'm gonna give me like a tiny, oh god. Oh. Okay. A tiny, oh god, you good. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Salud. All right, this is uh, called Dirty Sugar Blue. Oh, dirty sugar, oh, come and stick to me. Dirty sugar. Come and stick to me Yeah, whoa Come and mix with me Oh, dirty sugar You're firing gasoline
dirty sugar, your fire and gasoline. Come in my woodshed, let's burn it hot and be free. Oh, dirty sugar, why did you have to leave? Dirty sugar, why did you have to leave? Your cotton candy burns in my memory. Thank you. That was the best drunk guitar exchange I've ever done. <laughs> Hold one, go for it. All right, so yeah, this is uh, Brothers Keeper. This is a song that I wrote in Mississippi and Clarksdale about racial relations in the U.S. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a cool song to write. And it's uh, sometimes a hard song to play and listen to, but it's true. Sisters love 
time My brother's keeper Siam My sister's love My black friends feel like they're hunted My white friends feel widely shunted Fear takes over Love gets shadowed by distrust Blood-red media slang and stories But the love they keep ignoring I get fed with so much fear I'm gonna choke Cause I am my brother's keeper Cause I am my sister's love I am my brother's keeper. Yes, I am my sister's love. Mississippi, California, Colorado, Carolina. Find a friend, hug a stranger, show some love today. Find a reason to believe. Play the blues, watch Little League Know your neighbor wants to love you Help the walls come down with truth Cause I am My brother's keeper Yes I am My sister's love Thank you. Yeah, check out the uh, in the EP. We do that with uh, Carl Weathers. We're doing some mean, mean uh, lead guitar licks and uh, stick from Dead Press, laying down some uh, pretty uh, impactful rhymes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, to get into this all the way. Bam, bam, bam. Brothers Keeper, Oso Diablo, available in you. Uh, Fresh thank you tattoo. so much for joining us. This was really fun. Yeah, <laughs> this was really, yeah. really cool. I super appreciate it. Uh, give it up again for Oso Diablo studio audience. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Uh, yeah. Cheers again. Thank I've you for yeah. Oh, wait. Wrong thing. I was like, wait. Bam. 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 Thanks again uh, to. Right. The Kung Fu Grip and the Evan Williams blast combo. Uh, give it up again for Fourth Tap. Thank you for Kung Fu Robot. Oh, sorry. I, I always want to no, call it No, no, I, I was the too. one to introduce that ridiculous uh, sublime <laughs> reference. So here we go, Kung Fu Robot. Uh, thanks again to Chris and Claudia for hosting us this afternoon in their backyard on this beautiful yeah. Austin afternoon. Yeah, you guys were awesome. Thank you so yes, much. Yes, Brenda, our amazing marketing and social lady back there petting dogs. Thank you so much, Brenda. She's an amazing team yeah. member. Ben Levy, our sound guy. Thank you so much. And running thanks, camera. Man. I know, right? From uh, Akron, Ohio. It's true. Please be sure to follow... Ish. Uh, Pablo Oso on everything that you can see on social media, his yeah, Twitter, Instagram. Oso underscore Diablo on Instagram. Boom. Yeah, and you I can post. hear about all his shows on there. Uh, yep. Including the 26th at Skylark with the Skylark. Austin Blues Society. Very yeah, exciting. Yeah, huge thanks to the, the Austin Blues Society again for keeping the blues alive. I think the blues, I mean, the blues comes and goes and it's the root of pretty much every like rock, hip hop, and like, everything else Amen. genre. But uh, yeah, like true blues in Austin Keep are kept alive. alive by people who care. So. People who give. 
a something I'm not allowed to say, but he can. Yeah, you can. I guess it's true. <laughs> Do it. Say it. It's true. People who give a fuck. Uh, oh, they, yeah. <laughs> and give it up again. We can get up. If you want to support yeah. us online, please go to Patreon. You can support us for as little as $3 a month. You can help keep awesome music alive and loved with comedians interviewing musicians. Please tune in. dollars a month. Right. It's so simple. Like, y'all get lattes that are $13 a piece. Uh, yeah. If you tune in next week, unfortunately, uh, I'm Luis not going to be, be here, here because what will you be doing? Uh, speaking of sucking less every day, <laughs> I'm competing in the Funniest Person in Austin contest. Yeah, where, yes. where is that? Plug That's that up. at Cap, Cap City. City Comedy Club. It's on when, like when uh, it? uh, it's uh, next week from tonight. Yeah, so, they're uh, all. It's you should go online and see the the dartboard. It's insane. Okay. Like there's two hundred some people competing. We'll do it. I will. I'll add you on on Instagram. Uh, yeah, it's uh, next week uh, at Cap City Comedy Club at eight p.m. It's going all I like Cap City's doing shows like for the next what? I until yeah. the end of May. Uh, like yeah. it's 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 an ongoing contest. There's two hundred thirty-five comedians competing Ooh. to be the funniest person in Austin. It's and gonna be dope. Uh, if yeah, if I completely comedy. suck, there's there's really good comics on my night, and <laughs> it's gonna be a really competitive night. So uh, uh, come to that if you want to, or or stay home and listen to or tune into this <laughs> thing. We support Either you one. in all your endeavors. Either one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tomorrow night I have a show at Cuvee Coffee. If you're not doing anything, Mystery awesome. Music Wednesday. It's Indie Rock series, so come and hang out with us. There's three dope-ass musicians that are going to come and hang out with us, uh, do some stand-up in between. Uh, next next Tuesday is uh, Julia Melante, so be, for, be sure to turn into that. Uh, thank you so much again to Oso Diablo. Give it up again, studio audience. Thank, thank you, so you much. Music for saying. We'll see you around next week. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right, ready for your rewards? Head over to cimp.live. And you can find all the full videos and past podcasts at musicfirsthand.live. Thanks for listening. See you next time.